Welcome to I'm That Proverbs 31 Girl, where we reveal the positive, powerful, phenomenal essence of who you really are so that you are healed, empowered, transformed into who God created you to be. I am your host, Cynthia McClary, and if you are ready to see yourself with a new set of eyes and understand how to live out your purpose every day on purpose, you are definitely in the right place. Are you ready? Let's jump into today's podcast. Thank you for joining today's episode of I'm That Proverbs 31 Girl. I am your host, Cynthia McClary. And again, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast session, this podcast podcast episode. So on today's episode, I want to talk about something that to me is just as important, just as vital um, in my life, in our life as breathing, as oxygen. And as you know, there's not much we can do (laughs) except for one thing, Um, without oxygen. And unfortunately, that is to die. And that's not what we're talking about today. But we're talking about the, the importance of prayer. And now, most of us probably understand the importance of prayer. But can we agree that you can understand the importance of something and still allow that thing to go um, stagnant in your life? Allow it not to be a focus in your life. Allow it not to be a priority in your life. Like we know a lot of great things to do, a lot of important things to do. We know, just like we know that eating unhealthy food uh, creates certain things in our life, but eating healthy foods, they lend to a better uh, a better, uh, better space in life, better um, physical health, and all of these other things. So we we know, we have the knowledge of the things that we need to do, but just because we know what we should do does not mean that we actually do put into practice those things that we need to do. And so for today, as it relates to prayer, um, we know it's important. We know it's what we need to do. The word of God says that we should pray without ceasing. We should pray without ceasing, you know, uh, so that if, if we're praying without ceasing, that means like we should live a life of prayer. We should live a life of prayer. You know, we should we should always be praying. And if we really if we're really honest about the always be praying part, I promise you there is enough stuff in our life to keep us praying every minute of the day. There's always something that can, that, that can use prayer. Like we can use prayer regardless as to what it is. I mean, and it doesn't have to be anything bad. Um, we can still use prayer in our life. There's always something that we can put prayer on. You know what I mean? Like there's always something we can put prayer on. So it's not like, well, we've ran, like we have nothing to pray about. We have like, like we've exhausted everything that we could ever pray about in this world or in our lives. 
we know that that's not true because every day, every hour, every minute, every second, something else is happening, whether it's happening in our life directly or whether it's happening indirectly um, in somebody else's life, somebody that we know or somebody that that uh that 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 one of our friends or our family or loved ones might know so like there is like we can never exhaust prayer basically we can never exhaust prayer and i like to think of prayer as sometimes i think of prayer as multiple things one of the one of the things that i think of when i think of prayer is Listen, prayer is my communication with God. Prayer is my communication. It's my language. It's my talk. It's my conversation with God. And now who don't want to be talking to God? I know I want to be talking to him all the time. I don't talk to him all the time, but I want to be talking to him all the time. Like I want our communication to be like, like I always want the lines of communication between me and God to always be open. And, and for me, that's what prayer is and in what, and, and it's what it does. It keeps that line of communication open. And then another thing that I think of when I think of prayer, right? The other thing, um, in addition to communication and keeping the lines of communication open is, listen, prayer is the access to get the inside scoop on what's going on. Listen, when you're when you're praying to God, when you're praying, when you're in prayer, because it's a two-way street. You're you're talking to God and God's talking back to you. And prayer gives you access. It gives you the like you know how a lot of us um like want the inside scoop, like we want to know what's going on, like like we want to know like we don't want to get the gossip like we want it straight from the horse's mouth listen that is prayer you get the inside scoop you get god gets to tell you listen this is what's on my heart like that's that's your that prayer is your intimate time that's just you and god right there and god is literally telling you what's on his heart what so like if you want if you want the inside scoop <laughs> man open up and go into prayer pray so that's that's something else that i think of when i think of prayer and how important prayer is because when you pray not only do you get the inside scoop on what's what's on god's heart but god also that's the time that's a time where god is able to download stuff you know, you might be thinking about something and now this has happened in prayer. Like sometimes I'm just thinking about something or I have thought about something yesterday or whenever and in prayer, boom, that's when the, that's when the download comes and it's like, oh, okay. So this is how I need to maneuver. This is what I need to do, you know, and God, God will give me something that I didn't think about. Like you get the inside scoop and I'm not talking about gossip. But you get the inside scoop. God God gives you what it is that you need to do. Like sometimes you may not know the next step you need to take or you don't know which door you need to go through or you need a door open and God is like, girl, 
Listen, here's the inside scoop on that thing that you need. So you get insight. Like prayer gives you insight. So not only are you, not only are you, you know, bumping lips, you chopping it up with God, but he's giving you the inside scoop. He's giving you the inside scoop. And I don't know about you, but me, I love the inside scoop. I love the inside scoop. I I love knowing what's on the heart of God. I love knowing, you know, how God is saying, you know, move. And and another thing about the inside scoop is getting the inside scoop is sometimes God and sometimes God will let you in on what's about to happen before it happens so that you can be prepared when it happens. Listen, that is inside scoop. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I love an inside scoop. I love an inside scoop because what inside scoop does is it prepares you. It prepares you. You know, um, I remember one time, I'm not sure which version of the Bible I was reading, but I was sitting in the living room and I was just reading and I don't remember the translation, but it was in Psalms. And the translation that I was reading basically said, baby girl, well, it didn't say baby girl, but I'm, I'm going to tell it to you like this right here. So the translation that I was reading, it basically said, baby girl, if what is happening doesn't shake me, then you shouldn't be shaken either. And that perspective, like that's an inside scoop. So now when you know the heart of God, because the inside scoop gives you the heart of God and God's in prayer, God's pouring out secrets. He's pouring out stuff that people, I don't want to say people on the outside, but yep, I'm going to say it. People on the outside, people that don't want no relationship with God, people that don't think prayer is worth worth it, people that don't consider, you know, the, the benefits of prayer, you know, all that other kind of, people that don't have time for prayer. God is literally giving you the inside scoop, the inside scoop. You know, there's a scripture, I believe it's in Roman that says, um, eyes haven't seen nor have ears heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of man. But guess what? The next verse basically says the same thing that I'm saying, but he has given us the inside scoop. Listen, so many times you will find yourself in prayer. You'll find yourself in prayer and you'll find yourself actually, um, actually getting downloads, getting blueprints, getting, getting to know how to move in the next season that's coming up in your life, in your family's life, whatever it is. Listen, if you, (laughs) this, this might not be the best way to say this, but if you are a person who loves getting the inside scoop, Listen, prayer, prayer gives you the inside scoop. Prayer prepares you for what's coming next. Prayer prepares you for what's coming next. (laughs) And I'm going to say that again, and I'm actually writing that down. Prayer prepares you for what's coming next. All right, so I have that written down. I wrote that down because I think that's good. Prayer prepares you for what's coming next. Inside scoop. 
So now the third thing, um, the third thing that I think of when I think of prayer. So number one, prayer is my communication um, tool with God. You know, it's it's like me picking up the phone. It's like me picking up the phone, picking up my cell phone, dialing somebody number or, you know, calling somebody and saying, hey, let's have this conversation. That's what prayer is. It's literally you picking up the phone and talking to God and God is talking to you. And it's a real conversation, two way street conversation. So prayer keeps the communication lines open. And Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to talk about that just a little bit more. Okay. So not only does prayer keep the communication line open, but you know the scripture that says, and I don't have these scriptures written down because they're just they're just coming out. But um there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about um my sheep know my voice. Well, how do you think the sheep know the voice? Know God's voice. They know it because they have they're spending time communicating with God. They're spending time communicating with God. And that's what prayer is. Prayer is communication. It's communication. You're talking to God. He's talking to you. And do you know what happens when you start having conversation with someone and you're having those conversations on a regular basis? You start to know. Check this out. Not only do you start to know their voice, but you start to know their heart and you start to know their mind benefits of prayer just benefits of prayer okay so communication prayer keeps the line of communication open number two you get the inside scoop because prayer prepares you for what's coming next it prepares you for what's coming next now something else when i think of when i think of prayer i remember a couple years ago like um and not a, when I say a, sometimes when I say a couple, a couple to me can be 15 years. It can be 20 years. So um, it's not literally a couple, but some years ago, because I don't remember how long ago it was. But I remember one of the things that God shared with me concerning prayer is. Number uh, when you when you pray, like prayer is. It's a weapon. It's a battle strategy. It's a weapon. It's a battle strategy. So now we we just talked about prayer being, um, being in, in giving us the inside scoop. But prayer is also a battle strategy. And um, during that time, I um, God, like taught me that basically like when you come into prayer you come into prayer knowing already that you have victory so like you're not begging god or you're not you're not pleading with god but prayer like like you pray from the place of victory and and i guess that's where that's where knowing the word knowing the word of god comes into play because if if you have any problem any issue any situation that's going on uh whether it's going on in your life or 
anybody's life, um, knowing the word of God and grabbing hold to that word of God and taking that word of God in prayer. You know, God says, they that know my words, what are we supposed to do him? What are we supposed to do? We're supposed to um, remind him of, of his word. And it's not because God forgot his word. Because he don't forget his word. He keeps his promise. I believe that the purpose of us reminding God of his word is literally so that we can remind ourselves because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I believe that when you speak the word of God, you're literally saying it to yourself and it's increase. It's, it's allowing yours, you to catch hold or latch hold onto that word and begin to believe it and grow it in your heart. So prayer is a weapon. It's also a battle strategy. Yeah. And when you enter into prayer, you're entering into prayer from the place of victory. Um, I remember a couple years, I said a couple years ago, but this has been over 20 years ago, I believe. Um, one of One of my, well, over 20 years ago, in 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 the Joyce Meyer magazine like I don't even know if they still send those magazines out but um in Joyce Meyer's magazine one time I saw this scripture and I was like whoa and and I kind of latched on to it and the scripture says and this is the confidence that we have in him that he hears us when we pray and because I know that he hears me when I pray I know that I have the things that I've asked for so like you're literally going into prayer already from the standpoint of victory. And then, and I think I'm going to mess up this scripture, <laughs> but I think it's in Mark. It's either in Mark, Matthew, or Luke. Um, but it says, and when you pray, believe that you've received the things that you've asked for and you will have the things that you asked for. So you're going into prayer already from a place of victory. You don't never, don't enter into prayer from a place of defeat. No, because the word of God already tells us we're going to have whatsoever it is that, that, that we ask for, but we got to believe that we received it. So prayer is, it's a weapon. It's a battle strategy. And sometimes I don't think that we understand the importance of prayer. And the re- I, well, I say that because, you know, some, I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes, you know, I have to drag myself out of prayer. Excuse me. Not, I don't, I don't have to drag myself out of prayer. I have to drag myself out of bed to go pray. You know, when I first get up in the morning, there have been times when, oh my goodness, I just wanted to hit the snooze and keep hitting it and keep hitting it and keep hitting it. And then you, you run out of time basically, because now you got to, you know, sprint to the bathroom and get washed up, get dressed so that you can go to work. And one morning, because I was struggling, yeah, I was struggling. I was like, man. Oh, just another five minutes of sleep. I was struggling. I was struggling. And God, God gave me this picture of prayer and the importance of prayer. And the, 
the picture that he gave me and how important prayer is, not just for my life, but for for the lives of every person connected to me, the people connected to those people, the people connected to those people. And so I want to share this with you to encourage you, number one, to pray and then to and to encourage you to take your prayer life serious, seriously. And so the analogy that God uh, gave me was the analogy of because, you know, sometimes sometimes we can think or we can feel like or we can act as if the things that we're doing are not important. They're not significant. You know, like, oh, you know, there are so many other people in the world praying like me not praying this morning. I mean, God, come on. You got you got all these other people across America, across the nations, across the world praying like my little prayer this morning, if I seen this bed and just jump jump out and go straight into the shower and then get dressed and go straight to work, like seriously. But I think that God really wants us to understand the significance of our prayer. And so that's why I'm sharing this with you. So what God showed me is this. So you know how... When you go to the gas station, every time you go to the gas station, you know, except for in a crisis or something like that, but every time you go to the gas station, all you have to do is just simply pull up to the pump and, you know, put your cart, pay for your gas, stick the nozzle in your gas tank and boom, what? Gas is going to start flowing into your into your car's uh, gas tank, right? But what would happen or how would you feel if there is no crisis going on, there is no reason for, like there is nothing happening in the world that would make this reasonable, but wh- how would you feel or what would you do if one day you pull up to the gas tank You've paid for your gas. You stick the nozzle into your uh, gas tank thingamajiggy. But no gas comes out. There, There are no labels on the pump. No bags over the pump. You know how they put the little yellow bags over the handle that says, hey, don't use this pump because something's going on with it. There's no gas or whatever. You know how they tell you in advance. You just don't pull up, stick the nozzle in your gas tank, and then surprise, there's no gas in this tank. That doesn't happen. Well, do you know how, do you know how or what makes it possible that when we pull up to the gas tank, there's gas that we can put in our vehicle so that we can go and do whatever it is that we need to do or that we want to do? Tanker trucks, tanker trucks. And, you know, I've passed, uh, I've passed um, a lot of gas stations. Sometimes I've been at the gas station when the tanker truck is there. And I don't know if they're measuring something underground, but they're measuring something. Um, They have something, you know, set up from the truck to whatever that little 
thing is on the ground. I don't know what it is. I would like to ask somebody exactly what their process is, but um, I've, I've, I've seen the tankers at the station and they're filling up, they're supplying um, that particular gas station with gas. And because they're at the gas station and they're supplying that gas station with gas, every car that pulls up to the gas station needing gas, they're able to get gas. But if that tanker, if something happens and that tanker never shows up, there's not a replacement, no other tanker comes, what happens to that entire community surrounding that gas station? And not just the community surrounding the gas station, but if it's an interstate, if, if the gas station is, you know, located off of the interstate, what happens to those travelers that says, hey, there's a gas station like three miles away. I'll just gas up there. What happens to them when they pull in? They're, they're below, like they're almost running on E and they need gas. They don't have gas enough to make it to another station. What happens when they pull up to this gas station that the tanker failed to show up to? No other tanker was sent because this because there's just this one tanker that can supply the gas or that supplies the gas for that particular gas station. Well, you are, you, me, and all of us, we are, we're that gas tanker truck. And that's how we function in prayer. So when we don't show up in prayer to do the things that we ought to do, and and the word of God says that, that we ought to always pray. So when we fail to show up, we're not just impacting our lives, but we're causing everybody that that whatever prayer assignment it was for that morning, for that day, for that time, we're causing them, and it may not look like it in the natural, but we're causing them to pull up to the to the spiritual gas station and find that there's no gas in the tank. We're the tanker. We're the tanker trucks. Our prayer is the gas. And so there's somebody traveling this highway of life and they're almost out of gas. And we have the gas because of our communication with God, because of the inside scoop that prayer provides us so that we pray the prayers that we ought to pray. So that when that traveler on the road of life needs to pull over to gas up, they'll have the gas that they need. Our prayer life supplies the gas for other travelers to travel on this road called life. And you know, sometimes, sometimes with our, in our conversations with God, in our prayer, in our communication with God, sometimes we are praying, we are, we are praying uh, for people that we have no idea 
even exist in the world. Well, we know they exist, but we don't know them. We wouldn't know them from, you know, Tom's cat, Tom's house cat or whatever, whatever they say. But when we're in communication with God, it's not just that we're being supplied as the tanker truck. It's God who gives us the gas, who gives us the supply that we need so that we are able to supply what somebody else needs. And so when we're out of order, because we don't feel like praying, because we don't have time to pray, because there's something else pressing that we consider more pressing than praying. An empty prayer life is like a gas tanker truck who's just driving around the community empty. Like what good is an empty gas truck to me? As a consumer, as a person who needs gas in her car, what what purpose does an empty gas truck serve to me as a consumer? So when we when we pray, essentially our communication with God and God's communication with us, it not only fuels us, so it, it fills us up just, just like how the, the, the gas tanker truck would go to the gas. I don't know where they go to get their gas, but wherever they go to get their gas, essentially that's what we're doing in prayer. We're going to the plant. We're going to the site so that so that our truck can be can be so that our spiritual truck our spiritual gas truck can be full of gas can get the gas that we need so that we can go out on assignment on our route to fill up the uh to to fill up the stations so that anybody any traveler and and the traveler doesn't have to be weak the traveler doesn't have to be weary but the tra- like we are providing what some traveler needs in order to get to their next destination that is what prayer does and that is why prayer is important prayer isn't just about us but prayer is God given us, you know, you know, that, that insight, that inside scoop, that weapon, the battle strategy, the communication that, that we're getting in prayer, that is God filling us up with what we need so that we're able to supply what that gas station needs so that any customer that comes to that gas station because they need gas, they'll be able to get the gas that they need. That is why we should pray and why we should always pray and why we should make prayer a priority. And not just for, not just concerning our family and our lives, but concerning the people the people that will come to this 
gas station per se that needs what it is that God has given us. So I hope that you all have found this helpful. I hope that it encourages you to pray. And and not only um, encourages you to pray, but it encourages you to seek God. And it encourages you to allow God to fill you up with what we with what you need, whatever it is that you need. And and the thing that I like uh that I like to say about God is y'all know God don't know how to do nothing small. So how is he just going to fill you up and not overflow you? Like if he fills you up, he going to overflow you. <laughs> so if there's a place in your life that you need some overflow, you just don't need filling up. You need some overflow. Listen, open up the valve on your prayer life. Open up the valve on your prayer life. You would be surprised at the insight and the wisdom that you're going to receive in prayer. Like sometimes we exert so much effort on our own trying to trying to come up with solutions trying to solve things trying to make this work and that work trying to you know basically trying to put a uh a, a, a what's that thing that they say trying to put a a square peg in a round hole like that is work that is work and sometimes we overexert ourselves when God, most of the time, God is just saying, girl, baby girl, come here, come here. Let's sit down and let's, let's communicate. Let's communicate. Go into, listen, prayer is one of those things that that life just doesn't life without. I mean, you can live your life without prayer. Certainly you can. But a lot of times when you're living your life without prayer, you're really walking around in the dark and you just don't know that it's dark. Prayer, I'm telling you, there's something about the inside scoop. There's something about that inside scoop. There's something about the inside scoop. There's something about the inside scoop. And you can't get the inside scoop. No, TMZ doesn't have this kind of inside scoop. I, I don't care who, whoever is the best gossip person or whatever, the best news station, whatever. They don't have this kind of, the kind of inside scoop that you get in prayer. They don't have it. It's, it's matchless. It's matchless. So I hope that this session um encourage you encourages you to be more uh be more prompt to pray be more ready to pray and to even begin to love praying so thank you all for joining us for this session We will see you back next week.
Thank you so much for being a part of our listening audience on today. Remember, you can always join us on our social media outlets on Facebook, on Instagram, as well as on YouTube under as Cynthia McClary. So we're Cynthia McClary on Facebook, Cynthia McClary on Instagram, and Cynthia McClary on YouTube. So please go to our page, like, follow, share, uh, subscribe on YouTube, and make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. The podcast is I'm That Proverbs 31 Girl. Again, we thank you so much for being a part of our listening audience.